You're listening to Thinkers What Works Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Todd, with my co-host, Alex Gary. And today, Erica Smith with Sanctuary Spa and Maine Expressions. Erica, welcome to Thinkers What Work Podcast. Thanks for having me. So, Maine Expressions and the Sanctuary Spa thing. Give us the synopsis. What is this? Okay, so Sanctuary Spa is uh, up in Rockton. We started it in 2013, and we're on our fifth year. We had the we started the skin side of the business, so it was facials and massage and body waxing and nails. And then 2015, we expanded to a hair salon. And then 2017, we got approached by my mentor that had main expression. She was moving to Nashville, and we bought her business. Wow. Yeah. And you said that was 2017? Yes. So it seems like every two years we do something big. So what's going on for 2019? Well, yeah. we do have some things in the works, that's for sure. Well, do you really? Yeah, we do. Oh, wow. How yeah. well, let's get to that. What were you doing before? Before that, I <laughs> managed salons and worked at Ulta for a couple of years. And So this has been your industry, your, your business for... Yes. Okay. 19 years old, went to beauty school, loved it, and... I always said I wanted my own business, but it never worked out. My husband, every time we would plan it, my husband would get laid off because the economy wasn't doing well. It's true. He's here, but you can't see him. He just shook his head. And, and he said he wasn't going to speak, so we turned off his microphone. We did turn off his mic. I would have loved for him to talk because he is the he is the. If heart we want to turn business. it back on, we can turn it back on any point in this. He's shaking his head. Oh, so anyway, um, so I'd always planned to do this business, but it never worked out. And then... I always had that three-year itch. I never liked where I was at. Every three years, I was like, I really? hate what I'm doing. Oh, yeah, three-year itch, always. I know people like that. Yeah, I just, I, you know what? It's hard to work for people. So 2013, that is, we're coming out of the recession. Oh, yeah. But it's still not great. And so what convinced you to make the leap? Well, I think it was, I'd come home, I'm like, I hate my job. I'm going to look for a new <laughs> job. And my husband was like, you are just going to open your own business. That is exactly how it happened. He's like, we're done with this. Just open your own business. And that's where it started. I created this business plan. I think it was it was January. It was January 2013 when we had this conversation. So that's where it started. And then we opened in um, November? November 2013. Yes. So, so a good long time planning that. Oh, yeah. Did you find that that planning uh, process was easy? Hard? I don't think hard? anything what? is easy with me because okay. I was like, I want this now. Yeah. So I'm not patient. Especially when you're, when you're kind of on that three-year itch timeline. Yes. So, and you know, you got to keep it a secret from the people you're working with because oh, you right. would get fired if they know you're doing this. Yeah. So it was a big hush-hush project. And so we created this business plan. It was a beautiful plan. And I went to the banks and they were like, great plan. We can't give you money. Your credit score sucks. Yeah. So yeah. we were, I was devastated. I was crying. Aww. I called my husband. They won't give us money. He's like, yeah, I knew they wouldn't. <laughs> He's like, we'll have an, we'll just turn in our 401ks. And yeah. that's what we did. So we opened Sanctuary with $12,000. Wow. And that was it. It was that's awesome. bare bones. Like yeah. we just, yeah, I think I had a huge wreath that was hanging in there from my house. It was really ugly. But I needed something for this so big you, wall. Yeah, you you pieced the whole thing together. We did, we did, and I mean, we had no choice. Well, let's look back on it. Would if looking back on it now, do you wish the banks had given you money? No, isn't that crazy? I am so glad that the banks didn't give me money. And uh, why is that? I I think there's just so much more pride in it when you're just like I love it when people are like, you can't do this. 
Because then I'm like, oh, let me show you. Just tell me I won't. <laughs> Plus, there's that that payment that's not hanging over. Yeah, your head. that is a yeah. nice thing that I don't. I we we don't really have much debt with that. So I mean, that is great. That's impressive. That's the, you know, that's the advice we pass on to friends that decide to do a business. Like, go bare bones. Don't get yourself so high in debt that you are struggling. So it, yeah. th- that's a tough one because sometimes you'll read business advice about how if you're going to launch. You know, launch, you know, go 100%. Sure. Don't go cheap. So it's a toughie. I guess it kind of depends on what your industry, which, you know. I guess you're right. I mean, you don't want to have like stuff falling apart, but. Or no money to market, right? Right. Well, so, you know what? So, we, yeah, so marketing. Let's so talk about that. We didn't Part spend of the reason any money. I, I wanted to have you come in is because of your just your enthusiasm and right. the way you, you you sell yourself and your business. Is that is <laughs> that are so you sad. your number one marketing partner? Yes. Okay. Yes. And we didn't spend any money when we were doing any of the marketing at all. So we would host these events and I would contact bands and I'd be like, Hey, we're gonna do this event. Would you maybe wanna come and play for free? Well, the other key component here is that any event we ever do, we have it linked to a cause. So it's a lot easier to get people on board to donate their time if you are doing something for a cause. We just so happen to love our police, firemen, and military. So we have an annual event that we do every year up in Rockton dedicated to serve. And we absolutely started that with no money. Like, I didn't spend any money. People just came together and wanted to donate their time and everything and bands for free. We pay bands now, but we didn't in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Just did flyers down at the library and yep. things like that? Flyers, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. How long How long did that kind of bootstrapping process for marketing go? I would say our three years. Yeah. It was, wouldn't you say three years? I wish his he's mic was on. He's not allowed to speak he's, because he's, his mic is off. Would you whisper it to me? <laughs> anyway. Tell her. Tell her uh, hold on. We're going to turn on his microphone. <laughs> Now we'll get my man's perspective. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I would say it's still going on now. We don't spend hardly anything oh. for marketing. That is true. We don't. I, I mean, mean, we still employ Facebook, Instagram. We've done our own website. So, yeah, we're not paying anybody to do our marketing. Okay. But you pay bands. Yeah. I, I pay do the bands Do you still go now. to the library and distribute flyers? We do things with the library if they ever... I mean, we're never going to stop doing community outreach and doing stuff like that. So how much time do you personally, let's say, go out and about kind of beating the bushes? So I got to tell you, I work it all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't care if I'm at the doctor's office because I got vertigo really bad and can't stand up. That's probably a a bad question because of who you are, just your personality. It is. You're not going to stop working it. Yeah, no kidding. It annoys my husband so much. We'll go out and he's like, did you know them? I'm like, no. Not everybody needs to know our story. You know, it's like if we have a 30 minute conversation with the meat market guy. Oh, you know, which which meat market guy? Main Street Meats. Of course. I yeah. love that place. Yeah. They are great people. So back they to are. the yeah. so back to the, you don't pay for marketing. Yes, you do. You just don't pay for an outside marketing person, right? <laughs> if you didn't have this personality and that, what, you'd have to pay somebody right to on. do that. And to pay me for this, I got to tell you, I'm good you at marketing our business. Are my girls... <laughs> that's right. You couldn't afford me. The girls that work within the walls of Sanctuary and Main Expressions, they all get on that train of promotion. So they know like when they're out, they're representing sanctuary or main expressions. And I've, you know, every week I'm talking to the girls. I'm like, how many clients did you have this week? What are we going to do next week? What promotions are you going to do? What are we going to put up? So we're very active in building the business with them. 
What's so looking back on this, you you, you obviously did one thing really well. Uh, you put together a plan that you then subsequently executed. You kind of beat the bushes to figure out where you might get funding, and then made the decision to just you know fund it yourselves, which you could do, which is great. Um, now you're the the one critical thing I'm hearing is that you you are the salesperson. I mean, many people many people start a business and they don't they have a salesperson and they think I'm going to build it and they will come, which never happens. Right. Uh, so, tell me what's what's one deficit then in this startup time frame that you had? What's one deficit? You're 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 firing all cylinders on sales, but what's one thing that's lagging or was lagging at the time? Lagging. I I don't know. Um, let me think here for a second. Lagging in the beginning of the business. Yeah. In the beginning of the business, I think it would be to. It seems like I started the skin side of that business. That's a very hard side to start because people okay. that work in that industry typically have more than one job. They don't just come oh. in and be an esthetician. They okay. don't just come in and be a nail tech. They'll have two or three jobs because they can't make enough just doing oh, gotcha. esthetician nail tech. So yeah. I think it was hard in the beginning um, keeping people that would work. Right. That would understand the value of staying there yeah. <laughs> and grinding it. Okay. It's like we didn't have, we had a few girls that kind of fell off the train. I hired a few people that really yeah. sucked. And you expected them to kind of just put forth as much effort as you were going to. It's true. In the beginning, and I learned this along the way, that mm -hmm. you can't expect everyone to have your expectations of success because everyone's idea of success is different. Mm -hmm. So where I'm like, we're going to grind this all day and we're going to do this and we're going to do these big events. Some people are like, yeah, I'm nine to five and I'm going to go now. Okay, so what you now you you said that your husband told, said you're going to start your own business. Yeah, sort of prophetically, it sounds yes. like because he knows you, right? He sees your personality. Okay, what 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 were the characteristics that drew you to drew somebody to say you're going to start your own business? Either hmm. one of you could answer. I think my husband should answer. Okay, what made me want to have her start her own business? Um, to say that that was going to be the case. Because I know she couldn't work for someone else. Why is that? Um, That's not a bad thing. But no. I mean, people sometimes cringe. No. Yeah, no. It's just her personality and her drive didn't allow her to be somebody's subordinate. Hmm. She had to be the person in charge. That sounds so nice. I think I love you even more. <laughs> I, I, was, I was having dinner with a guy who's worth, I don't know, tens of millions of dollars. And, uh, <laughs> and he, quite frankly, said, I am un unemployable. And I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. I, that's it. a nice way. But you know what? I was, I'll be honest. What did your parents yeah. do? What did your parents do? Um, <laughs> my father passed away when I was very young. Okay. So my mom's always worked like yeah. management job. Management. Where's See, that drive come from? Yeah. Because you think we, we, we discussed this on a different podcast. His father owned a trucking firm. So he grew up owns, watching his. Still owns. Still yeah. owns. That's cool. Uh, he, he grew up watching his father run companies, right? And, and so he's always in charge of people. My dad was a plant manager, and that's a great job. But you know, that's a corporate job. He always had a boss, but he was in charge of a plant. But so I always grew up, the newspaper, when I worked in the newspaper, that was comfortable for me because that's a corporate job, and I had a good corporate job. So it's like how you grow up sometimes shapes your personality. I don't know if that so much did it for me. Um, I'm going to be honest, I didn't have the best. Sure. Mm -hmm thing growing up but the one thing my mom i always saw with my mom is that she always had herself put together and mm -hmm. worked long mm -hmm. hours 
Okay. Well, and and just because a person doesn't have a background from a business owner, right? There's a there's always a drive because you could you could have the background of a family that's a business that, uh, of a business owner. And you can also raise a sloth because they're like, well, I don't have to work for anything. It's just going to be so given true. to me, right? So that that characteristic of a person who has the drive to succeed because you ha- it seems to me, and I don't know you really well, right? But in another 20 minutes, we will. I know. Right? A few, few more sips. <laughs> a few more sips, sips of our of yeah, cocktail. Of special tonic. Yes. <laughs> right? The <laughs> Some people are intrinsically motivated and some people are extrinsically motivated primarily, right? It seems to me to own a business successfully, you have to be intrinsically motivated, willing to work despite, uh, despite all uh, information mm-hmm. <laughs> otherwise, mm-hmm. right? You have to be resilient. It, you do. It seems like things are failing right now, but we're going to push through. Why? Because we're going to push through. We're just going to do it. I'm telling you, I've never had a thought like we would not succeed. And <laughs> I just... It, it wasn't an option. It yeah. was not an option. My yeah. family had to eat. So I yeah. had to... I, if I would have had to give plasma to yeah. get stuff <laughs> right. going, I would do that. Yeah. I would roll up the sleeves and do that. But I have to say... um it's my plasma bump right there. Are you serious? See, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, see, he did it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You tell the story. She was a one million cups presenter. So if if you have been great, if you have been a thinker, we organize and and run a a networking group every Wednesday at nine a.m. So if you want to stop in, called One Million Cups, and Erica was one of our presenters. And you told a story about showing up one day and you had a flood from the the ceiling. And this was early in the biz. No, No, this was literally like last month. Okay. Yeah. It was terrible. Explain how that day went. So, I'll never forget this day. We have, uh, <laughs> I don't know where to start. Basically, a condo up above our location in Rockton mm-hmm. had a water heater that drained over 400 gallons of water into our salon oh, over a matter of eight hours. So, it started at three in the morning. We didn't know it. So, 12 ceiling tiles collapsed. And by the time I got a call from one of my girls, <laughs> saying, oh, my God, there's water coming in. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll be right there because it gets leaks now and then. So I'm like, water. I came in and it was like Niagara Falls. You could hear it rushing in and tons of water coming in. And we're trying to bucket it and the bucket's overflowing. And you got to tell her about the water sensor when she's done. But we'll go ahead. So I had a customer at 10 o'clock that day that I had to do. And she was for a maternity shoot and all this stuff. So I'm not going to not have her come in. Basically, the girls are like, we got to cancel. And I'm like, no, it's okay. We got the other side. Let's just do it. So everyone's like, oh. Okay, so the back half of the salon is just like three inches of water, and there's water still pouring in, and we just we made it work. Yeah, and there is. I mean, I think if you lead by example and you just set the tone for who cares, it's gonna be great. It just turned out fine. It was a lot of water coming in. I was doing that client, and I could hear all the water rushing in. And do you feel like you're an optimist? Yes, I do. Do you think it's a necessary requirement of being yes. an entrepreneur? Yes, I do. And I, you know what? How you start your day is how you end your day. Yeah, we got a quite a few comments that day that you guys are way less stressed than I thought you'd be. I'm like, well, what's the other option? One you know? of, yeah, one of my girls <laughs> said. Act, like we're freaking out and this is going to be the end of the world. I called the landlord three times. And by the third call, I went in the back and I freaked out. I was like, you have got to get up here right now. It will not quit coming in. And then he's like, oh, I figured by the third call, it was serious. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah. I didn't let my girls see that. Yeah. And they all handled it like champs too. So yeah. that's the culture we created. It seems to. So I, I, uh, I read something at one point in time that the the people who who work for you or with you 
want to know, they want to know what they're supposed to feel in any given circumstance. So they want to know, is this the moment to freak out? <laughs> right. Or is this the moment to stay calm? Like where, where are we headed? What's, what's the mix? Is that, is that something that you sort of live out with I, your team? Yes. I mean, I don't, I mean, seriously, even when stuff really goes bad, I just, inside it's turmoil, like I could barf, but I'm right. like, hey, everyone, it's going to be fine. <laughs> That's my thing. It always is. Like, Do you it's... think they see through that? Oh, I think the ones that, I mean, when you Specific work. Specific girls do. Yes, they yeah. do. Yeah. Like, there's some girls that I'm really tight with that they can just see it in my eyes when I'm just like, oh, right. shit, just got real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like really pissed about like, no something. Problem. No, it's all good. Great. You know, I mean, when you deal with clients, you have to learn to just mask that because yeah. we've had some doozies. I'm just saying. What's the what's the best day you've had in the, over these past number of years? Every day. I gotta oh, say, I literally every day I leave and I get, I'll get a phone call and yeah. it'll be, well, have the best day ever. I'm like, it can't be the best day ever. I'm at work. That's not going to be my best day ever. <laughs> right. I have so many. It's true. I have yeah. so many. Like when I came here for that million cup thing, that yeah. was an epic day for me. Yeah. Because I had not done the presentation stuff for a long time because I did that a lot in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, I came back to my roots. I like that. Yeah. That's my thing. I love being able to talk about our story and inspire other people to like get over their humps because, you know, when you own a business, you have tons of your down points where it's like, shit, suck. oh, yeah. stuff sucks. You can swear on this. It's oh, good. Okay. <laughs> it's, you know, where stuff sucks and... <laughs> There's a the hard part about being a business owner. <laughs> stuff sucks. Stuff and sucks. Shit happens. <laughs> shit happens. The hard part about being a you can be you. It's oh, all right. Good. If, if, if so, if anybody, I mean, to our listeners, if anybody's listening to this and you're offended by that, I apologize. Um, or stop but, listening. Get over it. No, never do, stop listening. We're gonna do you'll, this. You, you're gonna be. You can be you. It's okay. Okay. So this, any, this is a judgment-free zone. I love the judgment. I'll answer zone. that question for you. Your best right. day in a long time is when your former mentor came to you and oh, told gosh. you that she handpicked you to want to buy her business. No way. That is true. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, there so you that, go. that's how many. I thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> Because I do I'm have glad a lot your of microphones on. I'm okay. so glad it's on. I love that man. Um, that was a great day. My yeah. mentor actually called and said, "Hey, let's get together for breakfast." So oh. I, I go there and I grab my plans because I was planning on expanding Sanctuary again. Really? Okay. So we had the plans all written up, and I come there with these plans, and she's like, "How's it going?" I'm like, "It's so good. We're going to expand again." And she's like, "Hmm." You should wait. And I'm like, what? Really? And I got like pissed. I was yeah. like, I'm leaving this freaking breakfast. I'm going to pretend I got a text <laughs> message. I'm like, how dare my mentor say don't expand? I'm like, yeah. I got the freaking plans. Yeah. And so she's like, I want you to buy my business. I'm like, what? It's a 32-year-old business. She's had this business forever. She grew oh, wow. that, created that culture. I used to work there. And Where's was, that one at? That's Mont Murray Drive. Murray Drive, mm -hmm. yeah. So that was an epic day. That was one of the best days. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, have a absolutely. lot of them, though. You Somebody know? you look up to that yes. looked at you and said, you're the person. Right. Because she wouldn't sell it to anyone else. She's like, right. you either buy it. it. Yeah. She wants to see what happens yeah. next. That's my, awesome. My mother owned a stained glass store in Loves Park. And her first summer, they redid uh, North 2nd Street in front of the building. So she nearly starved. Oh. And I remember at Christmas, on Christmas Eve, she had like a $3,000 day, and which was huge, right? And we went to... We went to um, we went up to Rockton for uh, the, the, the Christmas. Christmas walk. Yeah. I well, love no, the no, Christmas walk. No, we were sitting in church. And I was looking at her, and she had this look on her face afterward. And I said, well, what were you thinking? She goes, she was, said, 
I was thinking, you know, God, I know I'm supposed to give you some of this money, but I really could use it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's the truth, man. When you're a small business owner, you're like, I can't spare What's you right now. You, you want to? You want to kept that money? Good for Mama. Oh That's man, a, three thousand dollar day is amazing. First, yeah, I mean, for a small, she probably she could had, use it. Though. Her first month there, she made twenty five hundred. She didn't, she didn't even make rent. Oh, hey, I yeah. get it. Like, I'm when just, we started, no, that's tough. I had this thought I'd sell, like, $1,000 of skincare a week. Yeah. I was like, yeah, because I can sell. And Mark's like, okay, sure. <laughs> he did not believe I'd be able to sell that, and he was right. And I remember I called him the first day, and I was like, no one's here. And I'm crying on the phone, like, looking out the window, like, why is no one coming? Aww. But I sat a lot. Yeah. I sat a lot, and... We did build that skin side to something amazing, even though that's the hardest side to build. We built all that on Facebook. What do you think the critical elements are to your success on that skin side? Hmm. Just top three. Mark, what do you think? Just looking at it. Uh, Persevering on that side, really, because I'm the one who told you to do the other side first. So he did. You know. We didn't have the money to do the other side yeah. first. It would have right. would have been a larger investment to start a hair side than sure the, th- what we did. I think it's just being consistent with your social media and having quality people work for you. You you said in one million cups that you you made a mistake oh, early on with gosh, somebody I and, so did. and that and you learned from that. I what did happened? with a couple people. Well, in the beginning too, we we felt like we. Because of the way we our business is set up, we make money by imp- not necessarily employing people, but they're spots. renting spots from us. So, like some hair salons work, they're people off commission. Ours are renters, right? And, and so they pay us rent, and then whatever they make, they make. Sure. So for us to make money, we needed people to come in and rent spots. So in the beginning, because we needed to make our money to make our rent and our utilities and yep. everything else. Yeah. We pick people that you know were willing to rent when they weren't necessarily the best person to represent us. Because even though they're not gotcha. your employees, they are representing your business. Right. right. Now, it is something about sanctuary, I have to say, is that we created a culture where it doesn't feel like rental. Yeah, we don't treat it like a we rental We don't treat salon. it like rental. These girls, it's like a family. So, I mean, I've got quite a few people that have been there from the beginning. So... It's good when you don't have turnover. What do you think is... So you said you made some mistakes with people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> here's... I don't know. This might be a, a really raw question. Typically, typically mistakes with people come from some sort of need or drive in you, the leader, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that draw that actually draws you to make that poor decision, even, so, even though sometimes it's in the... It, you almost... Uh, it's in the face of your own gut sometimes. Oh, You're yes. like, oh, this thing's going to work, and here's why. And you start to self-justify. So what? What? what is that type of characteristic that you've identified in yourself that you're like, this is the thing about me that leads me into, poor, into certain True. poor decisions? It is that, that quick, um, I, I don't always pause and think before I do. Okay. In the beginning, I, I have done some things where I was like, I can't believe I did that. And I will tell that story because that's yeah. the whole car story that I know you're thinking about, <laughs> no. Mark. So I would hire someone and I'd be like, oh, they're going to work out fine. Even though, cl- and I have one example. I'm not giving names, so I can that's say fine. this. No, so no. this one chick came in and she looked like a drunk elf. And okay. I was like, you know what? I'm being too judgmental because that is one thing about me. I will judge okay. right away. Sure. I'll be like, yeah. uh-uh, no. Well, you're also in the beauty industry and people don't want to come in and have ugly people giving beauty secrets. So, you know. This is true. So basically, <laughs> love how real he Say just got. <laughs> so I, I 
second guessed myself on this point and i was like oh i'm gonna burn her and well she ended up stealing and just being terrible and then i lost money and i had to give away money because she did poor so your services. first gut your first gut instinct was no yeah and then you went no no, no but i'm being too judgmental yes i remember sitting next to my nail tech carla who was like my right hand on everything and i was like oh i'm being so judgmental so so, so do you so in your mind then what does judgmental mean to you Oh, if I'm looking at her and thinking she's not dressing like me, so I'm not going to hire her. So stuff like that, or she doesn't look how I think she should look. But then I kept those standards because I remember my my friend next to me saying, oh, next time you go with your gut and have the high standards. So I dropped those standards down because I felt like I was being judgmental and not giving someone a shot. Because you feel like a judgmental person is not a good person. Kind of, I guess it depends how it is. I don't know. I've since moved on and I'm going to be judgmental and not care anymore. So I'm cool with that. Because why? So is that because your clients are judgmental? No, no. I'm just curious. Cause so, so I, now I, I'm trying to figure this out. Well, I like this. So here's, there's two there. I, I talk to people and I, and I have by no means have things figured out, but here's a the thought. There's two types of people who will do business with you. The people who love you mm. and the people who are not yet sure they should love you. Okay. Right. I like this. Now here's the thought. The former, the people who love you, lie to you because they've forgiven all your sins, right? Wow. American American Idol, great, a great show that is it's built on the lies of family and friends because somebody should have told these people, yes, you're I, not a singer. Dude, I like you so much because right? I agree with this yeah, stuff. right? Sometimes you have to tell someone that's not what you're good at. Yeah, right? So we have learned to do that at so, Sanctuary. So that second part, the people who are not yet sure they should love you, they judge you. Because they don't know if you should be loved. Are you the people for me? Are you going to provide quality service for me? Right. Hmm. And it is down to even things like, oh, your brochure it has a, it has a typo on it. Therefore, you must not be good at nails. Oh, that's weird. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't say you're. It's it's like when you, you've probably read resumes. You read these resumes and they have this thing where it's like an exactitude and it's spelled wrong. Right. Junk like, them. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is so such a cool thing in that your you're... marketplace. People are judgmental. And rightly so. Why? Because of the type of clientele it seems that you cater to are people who really do want the best. They, they want Absolutely. to be done up well. Well, you know, when we tell people when they come in, you're going to get the best because we are the best. Yeah. I tell them that. And it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to get your hair cut from somebody whose hair is frizzy and not made up? Right. Right? Right. You know? And if, if you were going to pay money, well, how, what's it what's it cost to get nails done? I'm not a gal, so I don't uh, know. 35 for a no All chip. Right. So $35 for no chip. If, if you were going to have somebody who worked for you who kind of got an 80% there, would your clients love that? What? Would they say, oh, no, I'm sorry. You know, you're, you're really great at what you do. I know you're up and coming. It's okay. I'll go home. I'll fix this myself. Oh, that's terrible. They would never do that, would they? Right? No. Because they're judgmental. Right. Dang, and that's you're okay. Good, they just have sir. different standards. I like it. Yeah. Anyway, I like being judgmental now yeah. in a very positive way. Yeah. You know, I and I shouldn't call it judgmental. It's my standards. My standards of who yeah. I'm going to let yeah. in right. our realm represent you. Absolutely. And that's the other thing like we are huge about culture and we created something so great that it got to a point where it was like should we hire a receptionist for sanctuary and I'm like, mm, "No, I don't want to mess with the culture we have cuz one bad apple, man." Yeah. Spoils the whole bunch. But you said the main expressions, you do have it. They have, yes. They they are used to having one. They are used to having one. So that's just what has, that's what we do. Well, you said the two things that you've talked about. You said consistency and quality people. Yes. Yeah. People will pay for a, people will pay for a consistent product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. They'll, they'll even pay for an average consistent product. <sighs> McDonald's, the average, average hamburger, but it's consistent product. 
they what they won't pay for is an amazing product that's only amazing sometimes. Hmm. Man, you are good. I don't know about that, but the but this this is interesting. I I like I like where you're headed with this. So you've got Sanctuary Spot. Tell me about the name Sanctuary. Where did it come from? You were right on the river up there, and I I wanted to name it. I wanted to name it Sweet Tea. And my husband was like, you know, they're going to think they're getting food. So we switched it to Sanctuary. How did those arguments go? (laughs) Is it it, Mark? You're right, Mark. We'll just change it. I don't know. I've ever lost an argument. (laughs) Don't call him arguments. Oh, he's, you know what? Mark and I have been together a long time, 26 years. You only lose an argument if you're wrong. So he's always right. I'm wrong, I'll admit it. Okay. I'll also be honest. This dude is usually right about everything. And I'm cool with that. He's mm-hmm. someone I bounce off ideas all the time. I don't always like hearing, you know, that I'm wrong, but it happens. So you were going to call it Sweet Tea? Yeah, I was. After okay. my daughter. I thought it was a cool name. Yeah. Well, did you call Do you call her Sweet Tea? I do call her Sweet Tea. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you, you want to call it Sweet Tea. Your husband says, mm, no, they think they're going to get served food. Right. Okay. And then who came up with the word sanctuary? I was... I think you did. I did. I came up just seemed like I want you got to be careful what you name your place. Totally. If you can't pronounce it, I'm not going there. If your parking's bad, <laughs> and that's not the I'm easiest not going word there. to spell either. And no. sanctuary's yeah. not. But it just it just was fitting with it. Yeah. It just was fitting. It's what you wanted it to be. I wanted it to be a place where people came in. Actually, we do call us the spa version of Cheers. That's how we look at our business because people come in and we have drinks, we hang out, they get their hair yeah. done, and it's just a good time. Mm-hmm. It's a place where everybody knows your name. Do you have Truly. a Cliff Clavin? <laughs> Do you have really? Do you? Do we, Mark? The, the the guy that irritates everybody, but you still love him. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah we do. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. No, but, they're, they're all gonna be looking around, Mark. Are, who you, is are it? you the person? Which one? Right. Who's good? Yeah. Uh, still never listen. It's okay. <laughs> statistically, thirty percent of people are crazy. Yes. <laughs> yep. I'm one of those. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so, so ma- then main expressions. It's just been main expressions. Or yes, yeah. we did not want to change the name. It was a big yeah. deal to me. She created this legacy. Yep. She taught me some great stuff. And it's not like we didn't think about changing. The we name. did actually. Mark came up with saying Sanctuary South, and I really loved it. Hmm. I did. But yeah, I mean, a lot of our clientele there are older clientele, and okay. they would. It would, yeah, it would confuse they don't them. Like change, right? Yeah. So main expressions, you wanted that to be because you have brand equity in the marketplace. Sure. Absolutely, okay. and plus, again, it's she came to me about buying that place because she wanted that culture to keep going in that direction and to kind of live on her legacy. So I didn't want to get rid of her name. Plus, I was there back in the, and that's where I met a lot of our great friends. Yeah. working there. Wow. Yeah, and one of them actually works at sanctuary so yeah it's just it's weird how it all comes i mean when we bought it we still probably had four or five people working there that you had worked with at one point so it is a cool story it's a great story about women supporting women because let's face it you don't typically hear about stuff like this women are always about supporting women and it's that's how we are and that's how she was and just kept it going so you are um, you volunteer with the Hananika Entrepreneurship Program. Yes. What do you do for that? So I get to well, I started out four years ago. I started out when we did it. We did the. Um, I was a mentor, so I got to have my own group, and I mentored 
two or three years. And then this year I'm on the board where I get to decide like who gets money. They get to present to us. Mm-hmm. It's like Shark Tank. So it's amazing. Wow. It's a good thing. That's super cool. It is yeah, really we're, cool. Yeah, we're trying to get that expanded to the other high schools in this area. They need that. Mm-hmm. These kids need to know there's more than just... I'm, I'm not saying college isn't fabulous, but trades are amazing too. There needs to be an emphasis on that. Starting your own business. I don't think Jason knows this. What is your son doing? My son has Valet Auto Solutions. And he's in high school. He's in high school. Start yeah. his own business. Start his own business. Nice. It's really cool. So he's, is it his second year? With his business? Yes. Yeah, this would be a second summer. Jason's his target mark. Really? You yeah. don't like getting... You don't like doing your own oil changes and washing your car? gassing your car? Your car. I don't either. I hate doing that. I've got an amazing story about oil change. <laughs> I, so, <laughs> really? I know this podcast about you, but I'll, I... know, but I want to hear all about I your can, oil change. I can talk to you about my oil change. It's okay. This is a vulnerable moment for me oh my as goodness. a man. Okay. <laughs> so, so Should when we I was, do cheers first well, on sure, that? Sure, we can cheers Okay, let's that. cheers. Yeah. Oh. You can yep. drink your drink okay. now. Mm-hmm. So, as, as, a young, as a young guy, I thought, you know, what real men do is they do things like mow their lawn and uh, change their oil, you know, fix, you know, change out your tires. You should know, you should know all these things, right? As a guy, as like a real man. So, I, uh, my dad, having owned a trucking company, um, gave me access to uh, one of his maintenance guys at one point in time. He said, I'd like to learn how to change my own oil. And he said, oh, well, this is super easy. So he did. He walked me through that whole thing. It just went great. Then I thought, well, I'll need all the gear. So I bought the ramps that you can roll up onto because I'm not, I'm not going to jack this thing up. You know, it'll fall on my face and mm-hmm. I'll die. Right. So I'm going to roll, have these ramps that roll up and I'm going to get this thing, whatever it's called. You know, you, you lay down on it and go back and forth across the bottom of your floor. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I got this big old pan for your oil and I'm going to get all these things and I've got it. <laughs> did you get overalls too? I did not. Oh. Although I have. Jumpsuit. Jumpsuit. Like it's the jumpsuit. I have yes. thought frequently of getting those That'd things. That'd be cool. Coveralls. 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 Yeah. Right. yeah, overalls are for conductors and, sorry. and uh, gosh, coveralls gosh. are for... Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Cover- <Yeah. laughs> so so I, I, I went, I, I, I had changed my oil successfully uh, and then several years passed where I had not changed my oil because I didn't have any time. And it's possible I never even paid anybody in that time frame either. So I could have been really overdue. That's frequently a thing in my life too. But the... I, I I thought I, I came it came around again in my mind. I, I have to change my own oil, and so I rolled my car up on the ramp and all this other stuff. And I and I thought it had this brain freeze. I was like, okay, I got to get the oil out of it. All right, so take off filter. <laughs> Took off the filter and I was like, put the pan on there. The oil didn't come out, and I was like, oh shoot, uh, what do you do? And I was like, is this where I start the car? <laughs> and so I started the car, <laughs> and. Pop, 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 pop. There's oil everywhere, all around the garage. Oh my gosh, and I was like, "Oh no, that's not it." <laughs> and then, as I'm cleaning all the oil up, I was like, "Oh, there's a drain plug in an oil pan." Yeah, and so I undid that. Yeah, that was like the last that. time I've ever changed. I my oil. like this. In fact, you could definitely like use my son's business. <laughs> I know, right? So, yeah, Nate's yeah. got a cool thing going. We're actually we're gonna. We're going to put him down for one man cups. Well, good. Yes. That's fantastic. It is. You know, because he doesn't know yet. But. He doesn't know, but we're sticking him in there. Yeah. There are people like me in the world who, who have it in their mind's eye of being a real man. Well, and his target audience really is chicks. And it all kind of stemmed from. <laughs> How did that? That's brilliant. <laughs> I'm just being honest. That's brilliant. I'm a chick. You are not a chick. <laughs> at heart. But How do you know? You're not. I mean, I don't think you I don't think you are. No, probably not. But um my son was like I'm a confident man. You you seem like a confident I, man. I can come across as you a chick. Re- 
I don't know about that. No. Maybe in your just oil changing ability. Yeah, just, just in the oil. But I, hey, you put I'm it on ramps. Though. That's a good quality. That's a, that's a chick quality. That, that's all right. You know what? A Seriously. Hey, sometimes him and I reverse and I'm the dude and he's the chick. That's okay. It is. Yeah. It, that's how it works. Inside of every He doesn't every understand man where little... it is at, but I've seen it happen. A small little girl. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it happen. Anyway. It's true. Yeah, right, this is this is this is healthy. I like this. I feel this. like we're really getting to the I bottom like, of your life. How can I, we always get to the bottom of your life right at the end of the podcast? Right. The, I love this. I want to come back and do well. He's, so he's gonna he's following it in in his mom's footsteps, and he's gonna become he's he's already an entrepreneur. He is, and that kid is like me a lot. So I judgmental. mean, judgmental. Yes, he is. Remember, it's called Makes standards, high thinking. standards. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> he does. You know what? You got to wants keep, everything. You, yes, but you got to get through all that to get to that that good stuff. Uh, yeah, you, know you did mean? say one thing really critical about that business model, which was it's design. It's it, the target market is chicks. Oh yeah, it as totally a high is. school boy, <laughs> he's de- he's defined the target market as chicks. That and is this brilliant. is what this is why it is though, because I would send that kid. I'm like, get my car washed, go get me gas. Would you please go take it yeah. here and there? And he's like, you should pay me. I'm like, you should make it your business. And that's yeah. where it all came from. Oh my gosh! So. And did, was, he, did he come home and say, yeah, I, I incorporated today. Um, you owe me $25. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. I, I, he's, had to wor- he's had to work through growing pains, too. And it's good yeah. to see at that age yeah. he's had to work well, through. Well, because of his age, he can't go take somebody's see? car and drive it and get an oil change done. Right. And, and so, he, I mean, he started his business. And right now he's just going and washing cars, and but doing it on the premises. Like, you need your car washed? I'll come to you. I'll wash your right. car. Right. So, detail. tonight he's at Hananiga's career fair. And he's looking for recruits so okay. he can have people work for him mm. while he's doing his fireman stuff gotcha. and whatever. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So so you have been passed a legacy, uh, right, yes. of man expressions, and yes. you started your own thing, and now you're passing on a legacy of a mindset and and doing your own thing. Yes. I love doing my own thing. It's not that I don't play well with others. Clearly not. You've got employees who love you. I, and I love those girls. Like yeah. the, the heart of our place and the success of our place is all the girls yeah. that work within those walls. Mm-hmm. They're amazing. They really are. Like they're, they're our family. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh. awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, Erica, it has been a truly a pleasure having you on the uh, What Works podcast. I've had a lot of fun and I've learned a lot. I hope our listeners has have as well. If they want to get in touch with you at Sanctuary Spa or Main Expressions, how do they do that? They could just email okay. rockedinsanctuary at gmail.com. Okay. And I'd give my phone number out, but people might think yeah. that's creepy. That's weird. So I won't. No. <laughs> but <laughs> So rockedinsanctuary at gmail.com if yes. they want to get a hold of you. And you can visit our Facebook, Rocked in Sanctuary Spa yeah. as well. I mean, okay. you can awesome. message us. I love talking to people. I love doing these podcasts yeah. and... That's yeah. awesome. And they can catch your 1 million cups video uh, on the Thinker Ventures YouTube channel. Yes, that was one of my best days ever. <laughs> I'm serious. That That's awesome. I'm you, not you, even you kidding. You were rocking. It, that was good. It, it was, was. It was <laughs> it a was cool really thing. <laughs> I'm telling you what, I love doing that. That is, yeah. that's some fun stuff. Yeah, she wouldn't stop talking about that no, day for a like, while. No, I like, Because I totally like being able to tell this side of, I'm, okay, I'm going to reverse this. I met yeah. some people out in your um, waiting area before uh-huh. I presented. And, yep. They talked a little bit about their struggles with their business and, you know, bank won't give me money. Guess what? We hear that all the time. Yeah. And it's sad, but it's true. And it mm-hmm. it did happen to us again when we were doing the whole main expressions transaction. Yeah. We we took all of our stuff to a local bank uh-huh. and showed all our numbers for Sanctuary. And dude was like, this is great. Yeah. And I'm like, you're going to be part of an awesome PR story if you give us some money. 
Yeah. And he did not. <laughs> and I was not as let down this time because it happened twice to me. But my husband yeah. <laughs> was sitting next to me. You could tell he had like the defeat look. I'm like, dude, it's fine. Yeah. And yeah, well, I think I was let down because... If I the, understood the numbers, and they actually made sense. And and, and we looked and really the good. That the bank guy couldn't see that. Well, I, I think he was more caught up in, I was buying this business from a friend. Okay. So he got emotionally involved in this, thinking, oh, that's not yeah, a good He started idea. looking beyond the numbers, thinking the emotional ties with a friend that you're buying it from. And yeah, it's like, uh, you're thinking too hard about this. Yeah, and I did lower myself to begging, because we called like a couple months later. I yeah. was like... Please, please just give me twenty thousand. I'm. I figured out how to come up with ten G myself, yeah. just working. Yeah. And um, he still was. He was like, oh maybe. And he's like, send me some stuff. Well, then I met Nathan, and Nathan was all like, oh, we'll help you. You Nathan know what I mean? Bo- Nathan Bolo from right. Stolen Bank. He's just mm-hmm. a really cool dude. He's like, a really cool and, dude. Yeah. You know, it's great when people look beyond stuff. Like, sure, we paid stuff late in like two thousand eight, nine, and ten. He was, when the economy died, man, yeah, sure. it was bad. But we paid our bills and. It sucks that you're penalized for that. You mm-hmm. paid your stuff. You paid it late. Credit score says, oops, bad. Yeah. They're going to give you a crappy score. And then the bank won't see anything besides that number and not like listen to why. That yeah. is that is a common refrain that uh, 20 years ago, you it was... Banking was more relationship building, and you know if you had if you got in with the right banker, they would work with you. And now mm-hmm. it's it's so numbers driven. Well, it's yeah. sad. Like you, you know, I know someone that had a sure her business plan looked good on paper, but it didn't look like it was going to be one of those thriving businesses. But she got a bunch of money, and I'm like, well, I can't get any money twice, you know. So how did you finish that deal? Oh, I, we, we made it work on our we own. We made it work on our Again, own. Again, we didn't take a loan from a bank. Nope. We just made. I it mean, work Nathan and- was going to help us, but we were like. Never mind. We just like figured it out. I that's that's my whole thing about. I love being able to be like, forget it. We'll figure it out. I mean, the one dude that was like, sorry, no. I was like, listen, I'm gonna go give a kidney. I did look that up. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> no, that's probably not a good idea. But I did look it up and just see how much you could get. Twenty thousand is a lot of plasma. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but it does make it. But only one good kidney. <laughs> what, I can make it on one good kidney. I I will never forget this gentleman. I'm not saying what bank it was, but this dude actually like. I saw him and he was like, "So whatever happened?" I'm like, "Oh, I bought the business, so I'm all good." <laughs> Every time you see him. Uh, Every time I see him, yeah. Probably should wrap it up. There's more I'm so sorry. I could talk forever about selling kidneys and whatever. I was sell a foot. Dude, they do have people do that. I saw that when I was Stop looking it. for the kidney. No, I'm Stop serious. It. I'm not kidding. The, everything you see on YouTube or internet is not true. Bonjour. <laughs> that commercial. We do that all the time. We're so sorry. Can we come back? Did we pass the audition? You can come back and talk about something else at some point. Awesome! Can you guys pick the? T- well, you should have you wanna, listeners you give pick us a the topic. T- How about the listeners? Do listeners, it? Who, you oh know my what? Gosh, That's fine. So you want to you want to head that up for us? Yeah. Fine. When your podcast comes out, <gasps> listeners, you hear this? When the podcast comes out, you can get in touch with Erica and you can give her a topic that you would like us to banter with back and forth. Boom. Awesome, Erica. Awesome. It's been a pleasure. Thank you.